Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome in. Uh, happy, happy Wednesday here on the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network. Uh, we're coming at you a little bit later uh, in the week because we've had some family obligations, Labor Day weekend. There's been a lot of college football games on, and the Georgia game was somewhere in the stratosphere that uh, half, the, half the Georgia fan base couldn't watch because it was on SEC Network Plus. So... Um, we're coming at you live a little bit later uh, on with our reaction on this game. So we're going to play Wednesday morning, Wednesday morning quarterback here, uh, talking about the game a little bit. Uh, we're going to we're, we're going to spend most of our time doing week one reactions, reactions to just college football in general, uh, how our picks would have fared. Um, but first and foremost, Israel, how's everything going down there, man? Is, is, is everything kind of back in order after the hurricane came through? Man, it's going. You know, it, it kind of looks like uh, the Walking Dead meets Jurassic Park here, um, with all the, um, you know, trees and stuff down. And you know, we still got a couple of power outages still um, going about. But you know, shout out to all the the line. You know, we had Mississippi Power and Alabama Power come down. You know, a bunch of different states in the line, and you know, so you know, it, it's getting back to normal for the most part. But there's a lot of damage here. Um, so you know, slowly but surely. You know, but Austin Louse has been out of school. Um, we lost power in Waycross um, for a little bit, but everybody's pretty much back in Waycross. It didn't hit as hard as it did out in but Austin. So everybody's good, man. Everybody's good. Most, people, most everybody was able to watch, you know, college football and glad that it's back because, I mean, it was a fun weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, lots of uh, lots of interesting games, games that I didn't think would be interesting. But uh, before we get into that, uh, our picks are always brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Our show in general is presented by BetOnline.ag, your number one source for all your sports betting needs. Um, I missed a parlay, which would have netted me. I put t- I put ten dollars on it, would have netted me forty. Uh, missed a parlay by three points. Michigan won thirty to three. Um, would have hit the rest of them. Uh, it was Michigan, Kentucky, and Oklahoma all winning by 30 or more points. And uh, Michigan won by 27. So I missed that one. South Carolina messed up my parlay, um, which was not very good. And then not Clemson, cool. down the way they did last night, kind of kind of put a dagger in my weekend. But, you know, we got some action coming up, hopefully. And I can, I can get back to that NFL starts this weekend as well. So hopefully I get, get a little change back. Yeah, we can we can go on quite a run here this weekend, uh, starting Thursday with some NFL action and going into Saturday and Sunday with more college and NFL action. So, uh, but Bet Online has all the live odds that you need, so you can bet live games, uh, futures, all kind of things. So if you want to bet on who's going to be the AFC South champion, the uh, probably the Jaguars. Uh, if you want to bet on who's going to be that. Um, you can right over at betonline.ag. If you want to hit a live game in the seventh inning, um, 
Yankees versus Astros. You can certainly do that as well. And they also have live casino games. So you can get in there and play some slots, some poker, blackjack, whatever casino game you like. You can go in there and betonline.ag to play. So here's what you do. You sign in. Uh, go to betonline.ag. Use your mobile. You can use your mobile device or your laptop. Doesn't really matter what device you use. I'm pretty sure they have an app. And use the promo code Believe. <laughs> oh, get all choked up. Uh, that's B L E A V <laughs> to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So uh, head on to betonline.ag. Use promo code Believe. Get that 50% welcome bonus. Betonline. It's where the game starts. So speaking of our game, um, I know you're probably just now catching uh, parts of it, but uh, I would describe this thing and you can kind of fill in the gaps a little bit, but I would describe this game as a very weird game because as much of a struggle as it was early for the score to be what it was, was kind of surprising. Um, I thought we did a lot of good things, uh, but not frequently enough. Uh, I, I think there's a lot of things to improve on. Now, there's a lot of people ready to hit the panic button and hit the eject button on Mike Bobo's seat. Um, I'm not one of those that is ready to do that. A, brand new quarterback. B, had a lot of people out. And C, it's the first game against the FCS team. So, Pardon me if I think they treated this a lot like a scrimmage with a lot of guys out. I mean, it's it was survival at best uh, early on uh, while they were trying to figure things out. Yeah, man. You know, you came out, you underestimated your opponent. You know, that's that's the consensus that I've gotten. Now I'm going back and watching the whole thing. I'm going to watch snippets, um, so I'm not quite sure. You know what happened. You know, like my viewpoint so far, you know, it's kind of going off of snippets, you know, reading Twitter and things like that, you know, but if I had to guess, you know, it was an SES team coming in, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're defending two time national champion. I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, there's still kids at the end of the day. Um, so, I mean, I'm pretty sure that they didn't take it very, very seriously at the beginning. Um, and then they realized that UT Martin actually came to play, you know, so in the second half, I mean, you see, I think it was 17 to nothing at halftime. And then, you know, you come back and what do you rattle off? What, 31 points? Um, yeah. Something like that to, in the second half. I mean, obviously, there was a nice attitude adjustment at halftime. Um, but, you know, it's one thing that, you know, not to it, you know, like, you know, Coach Smart has, has preached about complacency, you know, and that's the first time, you know, um, everybody's ready to hit the panda button on the I'm still, I still haven't seen this draw play that everybody keeps talking about because I'm pretty sure yeah, that. Why do we draw, keep running draw up the middle, up the uh, center's um, butt? That's what they it, keep saying. Not, you know, in, you know, in play anymore. I asked one guy, I was like, the draw play, what personnel were they in? And he, he never gave me back. So I don't really know what that's about. But, um, you know, guys, just, just calm down. I mean, it's the very first game. You know, and what happens is this is what happens. Okay. You watch like Oregon score 80. You know, Oklahoma put up 73 and things like that. In the history of Georgia football, you know, even when I was there, we played a, a team that was not up to par as far as, you know, SEC and things like that. We never, you know, tried to embarrass anybody like that. You know, it was no. never – we may win like 50 to 7 or something like that, you know, but it was never a point to where we want to score 80, you know, 100, you know, against people, you know. So yeah. That's what, that's what people are looking for. You know, yeah. I'm like, just calm down. This is the first game. You know, you had so many people playing, so many people out. Um, 
you know, you're starting so. Makai Muse at wide receiver because of injuries piling yes. up. You know, Coach Bubbo's trying to get his feet wet back in the calling plays and things like that. You know, mm-hmm. Carson Beck's, you know, first year starter. I mean, the man went 21 of 31 for 294 yards. I mean, uh, I, I don't get it. So everybody just. just not not a bad day at the office. Yeah. If, if, if Kirby is fine with it, then obviously then I'm fine with it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, it's just. It just shows you where our fan base is, to be honest with you. And and it shouldn't yeah. you know we have two national championships and we get spoiled. Sound like these Alabama's around here. I know. I mean, was our run game great? No. Should we have gotten a little bit more push more consistently? Yeah, probably so. Could we have could we have mixed some things up a little better early on? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but like Maybe. Yeah, maybe, but we still had a really good day at the office. We got some, we got a lot of guys, a lot of reps. Uh, I think we got some solid action for our for our second and third string quarterback. So anytime you can do that in a ball game, that's usually a good sign. Um, and you'll get to see you'll get to see them more in depth. Um, my thoughts on that uh, are that I thought Gunner looked slightly better than Brock Vandegrift, which I think they both looked very very good. So. That's going to be a Absolutely. tough decision for for a quarterback too. Yeah, but yeah, I heard you know that Brock looked better than um, Carson. You know, so I mean, it, it's good that those guys are you know competing against each other. You know, things mm-hmm. like that. So, I mean, everybody just calm down. It's the first. It is the very first game of the season. You know what yeah. I mean? Against UT Martin, which is which going to be pretty weird. If they play that first half the rest of the season against everybody else, they're going to be a lot of people. You know, so. You know, it's one of those deals to where, all right, where are we at? We got some injuries. We need to see if these guys can play. All right? And that's what it did. I think that nine different receivers catch a ball, um, you know, see who we can depend on running back with injuries going on. So, I mean, guys, it's it's real simple. All right? There, Georgia's not going to show. We never showed anything. Even when I play, we never showed anything that we're going to show in SEC play ever. In, in these no, not against not against right. UT Martin because you want to work on your your base stuff. I mean, yeah. like these I, and, games that we work on regular stuff that we practice every day, like our base offense. Yeah, getting that down, getting the checks down, getting the basic stuff down. Like you're an offensive coordinator. I am not currently an offensive coordinator, but I have been. Um, and the place where I'm at, we took uh, we took last week, for example, we last week's game we had was it was basically a similar type game. It was a fundraiser game. Uh, for the other team, if if you catch my drift, and um, we just worked on basic just basic stuff. Like we just worked on basic. Everything was scripted. It was treated almost like a scrimmage. We treated all of our scrimmages not. I mean, you always want to try to win, obviously, with your scrimmages. But we didn't play to win the scrimmages. We played to win the scrimmages with scripted items, things that we yeah. wanted to see, things we wanted to – situations we wanted to put our guys into. And I imagine this was – I mean, obviously, it's it's a game game, but, you know, I, I think it was treated with the injuries a lot like you would a scrimmage. Mm-hmm. More things scripted. I know – and you can speak to kind of what you do at where in that regard and kind of compare it, but I, I imagine it's a very similar similar situation, right? Absolutely. You know, we do we did. You know, um, you know, we had a wrinkle here and there. Um, but at the end of the day, we work on us every every single day at practice. You know, although we're getting ready for a team, you know, we, we're working on us every single day. You know, so that's basically what George did on Saturday. They were working on themselves. They see what they where they fall deficient at. You know, they got complacent. No, no, no they weren't Israel. 
at practice today. I know it was all for especially for the guys. I, I know in my heart of hearts that it was beat down Tuesday Coach, today. I know they were Coach Searles, yeah, Coach Searles and Bobo are probably not thrilled. But <laughs> you know, as we, as you and I both know, they're just working on that third and long draw. That's the only thing they have in the script right now. Third yeah. and long draw. That's all they got. Just That's all they got. Understand. I mean, the, in draw, I bet the, the line was moving left or right, which means that's not even draw itself. <laughs> that is a different run, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will admit, yeah, it's so weird. I, I just, it, he probably ran draw like one time in a, in a situation where he probably could have or shouldn't have run draw. It's probably, I mean, offense coordinators are never supposed to make the wrong call ever. Do you know that? Yeah. Is that is that in your handbook? Is that in your no. offense coordinator handbook? Absolutely You're not allowed not. to call more phone calls in my lifetime than I have made really good ones. So, I mean, you're, you're going to see what you got. You know, you're going to go out here and, and play football, and I mean, you're going to have fun doing it. You know, and the second, it didn't look like it didn't look like fun it was fun in the first half at all. You know, it looked like it really just looked like nerves. You know, you know, we got an experienced offensive line. That first game is always tough. You know, you know, you go back to last year. You know, you're playing Oregon, so obviously you're up for that game. You know, like it's it's Oregon. You know, you know they can beat a lot of if they really want to. You know, they just scored 83 with that same group this week. You know, this past weekend. You know, so it's Oregon. But you're going against UT Martin. No disrespect, UT Martin. UT Martin. You know, what I mean, I'm pretty sure in another week when we're playing USC, South Carolina. We're gonna. It's gonna look like a total football team. You know, things gonna, gonna be a lot fun. cleaner, a lot more execution. You know, against Ball State. So I mean, it's just it's one of the deals where people just need to come back. Come like what? I wanted to ask like, what, what do you want to do? And when, when you, I tweeted this out, and you know, shout out to uh, to uh, Milton's dad. You know, he, he liked. I call I call him Big Milton. Um, you know, and. He liked it. And I was like, domination to you and to me are two different things. You know, mm-hmm. domination to me means we went out and executed, which they did in the second half. That's what I consider mm-hmm. domination. To a fan, domination means you went out and scored three points. Mm-hmm. It is a total, your, your definition and my definition are two totally different things. Yeah, domination means the other team has no chance. And yes. UT Martin, even when it was seven to nothing midway through the second quarter, and you're like, <clears throat> what's going on here? We're not on the same page. I was never once going, we might lose this game. Like never once did that thought cross my mind. I was just like, okay, wh- whenever we decide to, we're going to get on the same page here. And then we rattled off 10 straight points right before half mm-hmm. and went in with a 17, nothing lead. And then didn't look back from there, obviously. But um, I-, I like that we regained our composure. Uh, I think, you know, it's just, it's just finding, Finding that rhythm for Carson Beck. I mean, this is his first start ever. Like yeah. he, he he's only throwing passes. sixty passes. Yeah. yeah, he missed ten passes on Saturday, and I think what four or five of those were drops. Yeah, so and really, some of his misses it. were bad. But you know yeah. what I mean. So, come on, guys. I mean, this is kid's first game out. Never we were there all game when we wore the red pants. We saw what happened. <laughs> Yeah, we so, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's I just don't get it, man. I, I just I mean I don't get it. 
I think I think everything's going to be fine. The sky uh, is not falling. Um, <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna get upset by Ball State next week. Uh, we're gonna. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. When we preview Ball State uh, later this week, uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be a fun one. That's gonna be another like, what do you want to see type game. Um, now I, I will say this: I, I do wish we would. I, I think we are better at the gap schemes than we are at the zone zone schemes for our for our yes. offensive line. I do think we're better at power, power counter and things like that. Uh, I think our linemen are just they're more they're more free and they feel like they're making more of an impact down blocking and pulling and doing all that kind of stuff. Pin and pull uh, also we're, we're, we're pretty good at. So I, I think, I think we just need to stick more in the gap scheme world. Yeah. You got to think, man, what do linemen like to do? They like to eat on people. You know, when you just run zone is more, is a more finesse game. You know, we watched it. We, we watched Clemson yesterday. You know, they're trying to get in the gap scheme and those guys do not do gap scheme very well. You know, they're more of a finesse offensive line. You know what I mean? So it's one of those deals to where, all right, first game, we know what we like. We like to run power. We like to watch our big linemen maul people. So that's what we're going to do. That's what, that's what we're gonna do. that's what's called evaluating. So in the second half, that's what we consider a dominating performance. As a community, mm-hmm. we came out, figured it out, we dominated them in the second quarter. It happens, yeah. guys. It happens, and and it, and it and it probably would have been in the '60s had it not been for all those holding. I, I thought Brock's Brock's first drive, he got screwed over because I think we were trying to set the world record for holding calls in one drive, because like yes. every time we did something good, there was a hold, and yeah. I it, you know, that was kind of frustrating. But again, penalties are always frustrating. <laughs> man was not really happy with our penalties this, this past nah. Friday. They're it gonna. They probably paid for that on Monday. Oh yeah, they probably paid for today too. If I had to guess, probably going to be an all week thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. if I had do to you guess, play, I, do you play to the standard that Kirby wants this team to play at? It's going to be hell every single day. Ball State might as well be Ohio State this week. I think that's how we're going to treat this opponent. I hate um, it for Ball State because somebody's got to pay for last week's. First half performance. Yeah, that's gonna and that's we, gonna suck. You just happen to draw the short end of the stick this this weekend. I hate it for you. It'll be swift and merciful though, I think, because Kirby still wants to get guys in. Oh yeah. But it's good, you know, seeing Muse go in and you know using all of our quarterbacks, um, seeing all these defensive guys go in, you know, Tyke Smith went down. Um hopefully he's yeah. okay. Um, you know, but being that poor guy, guy man. I hope it just happens. I hope it happens early to, to where it doesn't affect us later on down the season. You know, you get bit early with the injury bug. So now, go through the rehab. We got one of the best, you know, sports medicine guys in the whole entire country. And um, Ron Corson, shout out to Ron and, and his crew in there. So, I mean, we're, we're going to be fine. Um, get SEC playing in two weeks. And I mean, then the ball really starts rolling. Um, and I can guarantee you this, after seeing some of the performances this past weekend by the SEC, I mean, no game is is, is bigger than the other because it, it's really going to be one game at a time, like legit one game at a time. If you call, if you get caught looking forward, you're going to be making press conferences like Brian Kelly <laughs> this week. Oh, and that geez, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's it's – talk about – crazy we'll get into that here in a little bit but uh defensively i was able to, you know I, I'm, I'm glad we were able to 
I wasn't able to, I was able to sit back and enjoy watching our defense play because that was a thing of beauty. I mean, I, I thought we played, I thought we played extremely well. Uh, I thought we tackled well in space. There were some situations where I think in years past, we, they would have probably had a lot more big plays, but there was, there was somewhere you had a guy in space one-on-one and close the gap and, and make the tackle. Kamari Laster, I thought, did a really good job. There was one play in particular. I think it was like third and three early on. They throw a screen. I mean, they have it blocked up perfectly, and Kamari Laster just blows through the block and just closes the gap patient and just puts his nose on the guy and and stuffs him for no gain. Like That's when you realized what SEC speed looks like because in every other league in the country, that's a first down that partic- this yes. particular play. And you probably know which one I'm talking about. It was a three by one. I think they were in a bunch look. Um, so it was like a protected screen and, com- and it was like Kamari. No, it wasn't Kamari Laster. Kamari Laster actually set the edge and, and caused the guy to not be able to run up field fast. And I think it was Javon Bullard actually that came in and, and, and stoned the guy. Yeah, yeah, I think we had and I think, you know, um, when to the spring, um, practice this week, you know, that's one thing that they start off with. I think they call it a pride drill um, at Georgia. I could be totally wrong with the name, but I know it's something that does with that. You know, it's basically screen drill. It's a uh, millennium screen drill. Um, we actually... Oklahoma. That's it. That's, that's exactly what he calls millennial Oklahoma. And we actually did it today. We do it every Tuesday um, at where to. You know, it's just one of those deals to where you want those guys on the perimeter to be physical. Um, you know, watching my receivers block this year on the perimeter is actually a thing of beauty. You know, they, they absolutely love just knocking the hell out of people, and it makes me happy. Now, we got a, a holding penalty this week simply because we have hedges at our stadium, mm-hmm. and my slot receiver took the DB into the hedges. You oh, know, boy. It, it wasn't a personal foul or anything like that. They come for holding. I was like, that, that's not holding. You know, after the game, the referee was like, Coach, that wasn't holding. He just whooped his ass so bad that I had to do something. I understand. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I just, just seeing those guys do that. But, um, you know, seeing the clips and, like I said, I'm watching the game. I'm actually watching it right now. Um, our defense looks spectacular. I mean, they 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 play at midseason for them. Those guys are ready to go. You know, offensively, we're still – and the defense is always ahead of the offense. So, I mean, everybody just yeah, – I mean, Although, that's an even more experienced group. And Kirby, mm-hmm. I trust. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, this, and I said, I tweeted this as well. Just take these same people that raised in hell are the same people that thought JT Daniels should start over Stetson Bennett. And like I said, did y'all happen to watch the Rice game this past week? And this is no knock on JT Daniels by any means. But if you leave a quarterback in the pocket, you're actually going to see what happens. I mean, Y'all were clearly wrong about Stetson. So, yeah, Stetson had some some sort of it factor. He just made the Los Angeles Rams fifty three. Oh my God, it's amazing how that works. Yeah, he's a gamer, man. He is a gamer. Does he make some bone boneheaded throws? Does he make some head scratchers? Yeah, he does. What player does? Yeah, he does. And I think what what bit him and I think what bit him the first time around when J, when when they replaced him with JT Daniels is that he made some crippling uh, throws and and turnovers and couldn't recover from it. 
when he yes. figured out how to recover from those things and not keep making those mistakes, like in that Bama game in 2020, mm-hmm. uh, where, where we we had him on the ropes and we pretty much gave the game away from him. Yes, it was Stetson not managing the game very well. Tried to do too much and threw like three just crippling interceptions. One of them, one of them was a pick six. I mean, they were horrible picks. It was just him trying to win the game on one throw. And when he figured out that he didn't have to do that, and when he figured out that, hey, if I get aggressive and I do throw an interception, it's okay. We have a defense that's actually capable of stopping somebody. So I don't need to do too much. I can make plays. If I can just keep the chains moving however I can, let's do it. And then he then he got the mojo and then he was make then he became electric. And that's when Stet, that's when we won our first natty. And then that's what made him a highest finalist and won the second natty and won it convincingly over a team that didn't have a good start to the season <laughs> at all. And you know that what I'm talking about. Overlooking your opponent. Yes, but uh, but to put a bow on the Georgia UT Martin game, um, weird, but glad we finished the way we finished, and mm-hmm. let's move on to Ball State. Ain't no doubt, guys. Calm down, geez. You know it's amazing to me that you guys can't even handle watching a football game on TV. Imagine being in those meetings, like mm-hmm. after our first week, then we didn't play very well on offense. And your head coach comes in there and he brings that pad and sits it on that table. You're like, God, just drop your head and be like, here it comes. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you know that, and, and he doesn't come in, like he doesn't come in fire and brimstone at first. No. He comes in, he just drops, you, 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 and you can see this playing out. He just drops the pad and it makes that, that sound, that just slight flopping sound. He just kind of plops down in the chair. Puts his readers on. Puts his readers on, takes a deep breath, and then unleashes hell. All right, guys. You just let it. Here it comes. Just get comfy. Like, it's going to get wild. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's going to get wild here. So, but anyway, um, so later on this week, we're going to uh, preview ball, the Ball State game. So that's going to be a lot of fun. While we got a few minutes left, though, uh, I thought it was a very interesting week in college football. Um, LSU is, they just flat quit. LSU. They just flat quit. Uh, South Carolina, LSU, South Carolina, offensive line, terrible. Terrible. Last time I saw, they didn't lose anybody up front, which was, unless I'm completely wrong. I don't get it. I don't think they were were good up front. I don't think they were very good in the offensive line last year. I think Spencer Rattler just got on a heater. Um, But I, I guess the mojo is. Uh, to not bet on Spencer Adler early in the season, just later in the season. Yeah. Um, we got to get a couple games under the Bills first. Yeah. And then Clemson. Game three. Ouch. How do, you get, how do you get blasted by Duke? Like, I get, okay, Duke's a good team. I love Riley Leonard. I think he's a great quarterback. He, hell, he might be a first rounder. But at the end of the day, it's Duke. Yeah, shout out to and, man because he had those boys ready to play some ball last night. You hear me? Mike Mike Elko game. might be coach of the year. Yes, he's coach of the week in the ACC. But he better be. Them boys came out and ready not to help people, and you saw it from the very first play of the game. And they did. 
And Clemson had no answer. And listen to Dabo. One thing I, one, I'm not a big Dabo fan, and most people aren't. But one thing I do give Dabo, he coached his butt off the entire game. He didn't just stand there like Brian Kelly does like this. Brian Kelly looks like he's just trying to think about what he's what he wants to buy at the grocery store next week. Like I don't, I don't understand that. But I will say this: Florida State is legit, dude. Keon Campbell, dude. Is it, is, is it Keon Carpenter or Keon Campbell? I don't know, but he knocked a lot of people. But I do not know that. Uh, Jared Verse. Keon Coleman. Coleman. That's Col- yeah, Keon Coleman, the kid from Michigan I'm State. Talking about, I'm talking about number five. I think it's Verse from is it Jared number, Verse. Yes, that Yeah, that Jared Verse. That Joker, he's a D lineman. That Joker is I mean, he's he's a he's a first round. That I mean that team is loaded, but I just to be honest with you, man, I, I just didn't think they had the depth to win a game. I thought it was going to be close the whole time, but I, I just didn't think they were going to be able to pull it off against LSU. It was so close last year, and it was a special teams play away from being from being the other way. And um, LSU didn't really lose a whole lot. Yes, so I thought it would be a very similar. But man, was I wrong. Glad I'm wrong. I like Florida State. I like what Mike Norvell's doing. I like Jordan Travis. He's he's had kind of one of those one of these kind of careers where it like started mm-hmm. really rough and it just would get a little bit better each week, a little bit better each year. And now he's a Heisman finalist. He looks like a legit quarterback. Absolutely. Shout out to one of my former players, Jaheim Bell. He had a two touchdown night as well. You know, and I'm I'm ready for that coach thirty to come out. You know, the last touchdown that James scored, just number, little number 24, he did I, not want any of that. I'm just ready think, for that. I, think, I think it's out. I think oh. it's out. Oh, I think I he, he put, he put <laughs> something out. He put he something put the out. TCU the TCU in the very first play I, is priceless. <laughs> I saw a Florida State one. Uh, I saw a Florida State one. So, I, I'm, I'm, I, I didn't get a chance to watch it. Because 30. So if you're if you're a coach, you're a player. Your goal is not get coach thirty. Don't do that. That's not a good sign if you're on the wrong end of the coach thirty. <laughs> my my still favorite one was uh, had a ball all fours like uh, like your mama in a uh, Luther Campbell video, an Uncle Luke video. <laughs> that was my favorite. That was hilarious. And in case you're wondering, that's exactly what college meetings sound like. By the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe it. Oh, you know who I saw this weekend? Speaking of, I saw Coach G. He was at our game. Oh, Coach really? Garner. Yeah. G. He was wearing the he was wearing the checkerboard. Oh, the orange man. checkerboard stuff. Yeah. But he was at our game. Love I saw Coach him. G. He was on our sideline. Yeah. <laughs> Guy hasn't aged a bit. No. Not at all. Even with all those little girls, man. I remember they were they're all grown up now. Yeah, that's uh, that man. I, he just he survived the estrogen ocean. <laughs> that was that was good to see. Shout out to Coach P. It's crazy seeing all those guys over there on Tennessee. Coach Martinez, Coach G, mm-hmm. uh, Coach Eckler. You know who Coach Eckler recruits out here in, in South Georgia. He comes to where all the time. Um, we got one of our uh, defensive ends that they're trying to get, and he comes in there. He's, you know, putting on the clinic, you know. So, um, 
I, I love you guys except for one game out of the year. Um, I wish you all the best except for one game out of the year as well. Yeah, it's see being in Tennessee country though with the Tennessee fans as free as much as they surround me, it gets kind of hard to brute for Tennessee. But I really like Josh Heupel, obviously Coach Garner, obviously a lot of things that they do as a program right now since they made some changes are really really good. Oh yeah, but I can't admit that. <laughs> I can't. It. I can't do it. I can't admit it. I can't admit it. I, yeah, I say the same things about Ole Miss, too. I like yeah. Ole Miss. I, I like Lane. That's, that's why I can never say go Gators, even though we're the work kind of Gators as well. I just can't say it. Now, that I can't. Speaking of the Gators, God, we didn't get a chance to talk about the Gators either. But I will say this. You know, I think, I think Billy Napier's got them going in the right direction. There was a lot of just, just it's one of those deals to where you're on the road. I mean, in a very, very hostile atmosphere and just stuff just not going right. First of all, your receivers out there and, you know, really short shorts and not football pants. I don't really know how they how even remotely got away with that. First of all, yeah. you know, it's just bad thing after bad thing happened. Defense played well. Uh, to have such a young coordinator, I think defense played well. I think, you know, if they figure some things out, they're going to be, you know, pretty good, you know. Um, Israel, I, 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 don't, you know, I don't know I if like I can it. agree with you. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm with you on that. I, I don't, I don't know. I. But we said they were a couple of years away. This is only year two. We did. This say is. This is. That was ugly. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not one to be like, yeah, throw out all hope out, out the window. But uh, they've got a lot to clean up. Okay, it was yeah. rough. It's it was, gonna be how they how they do this weekend. Like it's gonna gonna be a telltale sign of how they do this weekend. Yeah, I mean, if things continue to spiral and go south, like it just shows you that how good or how much of an impact that Anthony Richardson made on that program. Absolutely. And it just shows you Ross's depletion of what happened before he got there. Because now you're relying on people who weren't there, who weren't part of the program to begin with. No young kids, you know, you're relying on those guys now. It's not like they can look at older people you know, kind of show them the way they know all you got going right now. And some people aren't ready for that fuck yet. But Israel, they're going to say, should he have been more active in the in the portal? They're going to say, hey, you had a chance to get Sam Hartman. You had a chance to get Devin Leary. You end up with Graham Mertz. He's so bad. Graham Mertz is so bad. Like, hey, if you're gonna, if you're going to have a rough year, have a rough year with somebody else. Well, yeah, to get the recruiting budget up, man. You know, they didn't have nothing to do. They were, they were giving chicken fingers and hot dogs to recruits. That's true. That's bad. They, you can go to Notre Dame and get lobster and shrimp. Come on, man. Which one you going to choose? I mean, I'm choosing lobster and shrimp, but that's it's just, that's just bad, though. Like, you're Florida. It, 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 it ain't like you're Mississippi State. You're Florida. Look, they're in bad shape, brother. And we've been talking you, about you, that they were in. Their tradition alone should be able to get them at least one of those people, right? Yeah. It's it's is it that bad down there? I mean, you're closer. You're closer by. You probably get. You probably hear more of the stuff that goes on. It, it's bad. It, well, it was bad before he got there. Like it was. It was okay. Down okay. It was going downhill quickly. Maybe I need to give him a little grace. Or if it goes really, really downhill, maybe we should get a lifetime contract, or maybe we should see if they can hire Dan Mullen back. 
That'd be good for us. Yeah, no. He's, oh God. That, that was baffling. Yeah. But we shall see. The SEC is always, it always surprises you. And then, I guess so. I guess so. But I just, I, 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 I can't see it with Graham Mertz. I can't, like, I, like, I don't care what you say about Graham Mertz. I can't, I can't. If especially if I'm a Florida fan, which I'm not, um, I just don't see that happening with Graham Mertz. Like I don't see it. Like he's had plenty of tape. Like you know what you're getting into. Like if you're gonna lose a lot, if you're gonna struggle, why you got a good quarterback coming in. Um so why not just struggle through with a young guy and see what you got? You might as well. It's not gonna get any worse. Like Graham Mertz is bad, dude. Yeah, you can't struggle with little guy. Speaking of, how about DJ Uyangale watching Clemson play yesterday? <laughs> oh, man, that was great. He was like, maybe it wasn't him. I don't know. That's maybe it wasn't me. He's maybe like, it okay. He had a glass of wine watching the game. Yeah, pinky up and everything. Just mm, like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good job, Dabo. That was hilarious. And then uh, Coach Prime, man, hats off to him. Getting so much, getting so much hell. Nick Williams, my man, is getting emotional. He was so excited. You know, uh, Nick Williams, one of my teammates um, in Georgia. Um, Shout out to him. You know, uh, Coach Pollock, a really good friend of mine, um, was also on that staff. You know, so, you know, it it was good to see that happen. But at the same time, Dion told you they were coming. They were coming. But it's going to be interesting that they're ranked now, they're ranked 22. And they got uh, Nebraska coming in on Saturday, prime time game. And it's so bad. They're going to beat the hell out of Nebraska. Let's just be honest. Like, Nebraska ain't, uh, like, Nebraska was pretty bad, too, against Minnesota. Yes. For them to lose the way they lost to Minnesota, that was, that was bad, too. I mean, they're depleted, I guess, if, if you want to, if you want to go that route. They're extremely depleted, but, Unlike Florida, they don't have a whole lot of hope. Yeah. Don't see many people trying to get out to Nebraska. No, I don't either. But uh yeah, Coach Prime, man, I'm I'm happy that I'm happy that his uh Louis luggage didn't get uh lost in yes. transit. Um he uh you know his plan is coming to fruition a lot faster than even I thought was possible. Yes, and as like, long I just as didn't think on the bus, you got a chance to win. Yeah, I, I guess so, man. Like, I just didn't think they would gel that fast. Like, I, I knew he was, I knew he had a plan. I knew he was up to something. I knew I was like, okay, it's going to work for him at some point. Maybe not against TCU, but at some point you're going to see it. Holy cow, dude! Like, Shadour Sanders was great. He incomplete. Eight passes the whole nine passes the whole target. Yeah, threw for over five hundred yards. Seven like, of those were drops, or six or seven of those were like legit yeah. drops, like underhand drops. Yeah, he threw for five hundred yards, and four hundred ninety-eight of them were to Travis Hunter. Um, <laughs> not actually, but I mean, Travis Hunter was one hundred fifteen plays. Joe Horn Jr. is the real deal. Joe Horn Jr. is the real deal. Uh, like, I, I love that running back. I can't think of his name for, for whatever yes. reason. His name escapes me. But, good, man. Yeah, that you know, freshman running back. 
you know, it just goes to show my biggest thing was, you know, not that they couldn't get it done was how much the coaching, you know, were they going to be as coached up with so many new faces, you know, just coming in, you know, and I'm yeah. dang if he has ready to go. That's part of the gelling stuff. That's part of the gelling phase. Like those guys are all new. Mm-hmm. It's like a brand new team. Like they're just meet. They were just meeting each other when it was time for summer workouts. Yes. Like, like that. Like I didn't think it would come together that fast. That's no shot at them. That, that's not saying they're bad. It's yeah. just saying that like, hey, you got all these talented dudes, but like you don't know. Like they don't know each other. Yes. They probably still don't know each other. So if I'm Brian Kelly, I'm Davo Sweeney, you know, I'm I'm Matt Matt in the portal. I'm I'm going to Colorado, the uh, big dog. What did you do to get these guys in this short amount of time? Let's say what four months to get these guys to go out here, go on the road to Dallas and beat TCU, a ranked TCU that just played for a national championship last year, and beat them the way you did. Dion's like I Dion Dion's just Dion, man. Like he just does his thing. He's unapologetic about it. He's not fake. There's nothing fake about him. He said from day one, hey, y'all are, half of y'all are gone. <laughs> let's just let's just be real about this thing. Y'all are one in eleven. Like we don't have to start cutting some dead weight. Like he was real about it. Like everything he's done, he's been like you can't accuse him of being fake. Nah. He he tells you what it is, and then shows you what it is. He did mm-hmm. that all throughout his career, mm-hmm. from the from the time he stepped foot in Tallahassee as a as a freshman. Yes, he told you what it was, and he did it. He did it for the Braves. Told you what it was. Did it? I think it's did it for be time for us to make up the one game too. Colorado's got to come to Sanford Stadium. We can make that happen. Yes, we do. We need to make we that happen. We got to make this happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we we don't we don't we don't went over there. We don't went to Boulder. Y'all got to come to us, Coach Prime. If you scared, say you scared. He ain't scared. <laughs> he, 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 was, he would take that game. I don't think his administration would allow him to take that game, but he's gonna. He would say, "Oh yeah, we're gonna take that game," because you know who he played for, Bobby Bowden. You know what Bobby Bowden did? Played everybody and anybody, everybody. and played them on the road. Yep, everybody. Yeah, played him on the road early on in his career. Wasn't scared. I, lo- I like people that bag on Coach Prime. People that bag on Prime are people that are like they just don't like that's him. That's what you want in a coach, right? You want a coach to be one hundred percent real, whatever that is. Kirby's one hundred percent. I think Kirby's real. Yes. I think all the successful ones are, are real. They're also they also got a mercenary attitude. They're also all freaking trained freaking assassins and they're just gonna but and they're I mean they just got like this maniacal like mindset, but it's but they're real, the personalities are real. You know who's not real? Brian Kelly. Uh Urban Meyer is not real. He he won because he was a good coach, but he wasn't real, so it wasn't sustainable. Um, Dabo Sweeney's not real. Shane Beamer, jury's still out on him. I like him, but I don't know. 
Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mike Norvell's real. I mean, you he had he had some dust ups in his first year at Florida State. They damn near mutinied. <laughs> I mean, seriously. They mute yep. almost uh-huh. the team almost mutinied. Do you remember that? Yeah. It was Ed Oliver. I do remember. Almost mutinied. Um but he made it out. Now he's got a legit contender. Yes. Um, you know, the it, prime, you saw what he did. Dave, Mike Elko at Duke. He's a real one. I think Dave Clawson at Wake Forest, dude. I, I've, I haven't seen a coach. That, there's very few coaches out there that maximize their talent the way uh, Dave Clawson does it at Wake Forest. I mean, that dude, I don't like there's no, he has no business. He has no business winning. Yes, with that roster at all, with that roster, I th- I think talent to talent, I think your Ware County teams would be competitive against Wake Forest if you just went talent to talent. Mm-hmm. But he but he gets it done. He gets get it done. His bowl game. Yeah, one of, one of Prime's best hires was Sean Lewis. Mm-hmm. Sean Lewis, not only. Is he a good play caller? But he's a head coach, and he helped, and he probably helped Dion with like head coaching aspects. Absolutely. Like, because like, there's a huge difference, and even at Kent State, there's a huge difference from Kent State to Jackson State. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's there's a sizable difference between Kent State and Colorado. Well, maybe not, but like, it's more. It's less of a jump from Kent State to Colorado than it is from Jackson State to Colorado. So he was probably there to kind of help him through that. So I don't know. Yeah. You always need good, good assistance. You know, mm-hmm. that was a you great, only, great hire. You only as good as your assistance. Mm-hmm. That is very true. That is very true. I'm sure coach Strickland is saying that down there in, uh, in the swamp for you guys. It depends on the day. <laughs> the day, the day probably, probably not to, <laughs> yes. Did y'all have a good practice today? At least the elite happy did. today. Well, yeah, we we've been happy. You know, it's you know, it's always one of those times you just like you want to crawl under a rock every once in yeah. a while. But, you know, well, yeah. If you're, if you're in this business to you know make friends, you know, you should give people ice cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's gonna be days like that, and and I'm sure yeah. all you guys are close, and all you guys are friends, and you guys it's, understand. It's, it's yeah. Absolutely. And football coaches understand that like, hey, there's gonna be some times where we're like, we're gonna we're gonna have a little bit of this, you know. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, we're gonna be in the in the locker room busting each other's chops later. There it is. And that's 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 the key. So but man, we've been going for like forty five minutes. I don't know if time flies when you're having fun. Um, oh, yeah. but we're 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 gonna we're gonna wrap this episode here. Um and then we're gonna we're gonna pick right back up. Uh, later this week, we're going to preview the Ball State game. We're going to make our selections for the weekend, our bet online selections. Uh, you're going to listen to me pick wrong pick. You're going to pick opposite of me, and you're going to pick exactly what Israel picks. Because you'll <laughs> probably win. If you, you'll probably win if you listen over here. Uh, I, I, I had a rough, rough week with picks. I had a rough week. So I had a rough go so far. But some of it was like these massive spreads that weren't covered. Yeah. 
I did. I did. I think I covered the A and M game. I didn't bet on it, but in my picks on SEC after dark, I think I covered the A and M game by half point. Ooh. I think I covered it because I picked. <laughs> they they won by. They were supposed to win by thirty nine and a half, and they won by thirty nine. So they were supposed to win by more than thirty nine. And they won thirty. They're right at it, man. Right at it. So I think I got fortunate. I think I got fortunate there. So, but that's going to do it for us, man. Um, you can find us anywhere you find your social media. I probably should get a new logo for Twitter. It's not Twitter anymore. Uh, but you can find us on all social media at Believe in Dogs, which is right over there. Uh, at Troopstar28, at Coach Burton36. Find us anywhere you find your podcast. Find us on YouTube as well. Subscribe. We're not far away from the magic number of 500. So make sure you get a subscribe in there. Uh, like I said, we are presented by betonline.ag. We are the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network for Israel. I'm Corey. We'll see you back here later this week to preview week number two. Ball State. Stay locked and go dogs. Go dogs. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.